This is a Shark the Duck production. Before we had political correctness, we had shipbuilding and shipyard shenanigans. Episode 10, birthday parties and fried wallopers. Billy Bruin and Larry are performing at yard manager Ted McKenna's granddaughter's birthday party. Yes! Unusual entertainment, Ted. Still, the children are enjoying it. Ah, yes, thank you, Perrin. Uh, they're all members of the Yard's workforce, you know. Is that so? I'd never have guessed. Oh, yes. Apart from being the world's finest shipbuilders, the labour force have an array of talent that's truly inventive. Just hiding it well. I can't deny I was impressed with the previous animal act. Ah, yes, the performing miniature lions. It was excellent, wasn't it? Of course, what gave it away was when one of the lions began barking and it turned out they were only disguised terriers. Yes, it wasn't the usual roar you expect from a lion, even a miniature one. And of course, when it jumped from the stool to relieve its bowels in your lawn. Well, what can one say? Uh, yes, yes, an unfortunate turn of event. Uh, not one for the beeb, then. Definitely not for the beeb. No, 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 of course not. Although the chap on the organ was very good. Dressed up like a young Liberace. Ah, yes. Um, Singer's his name. Uh, a fine musician and always comes dressed spectacularly. They say he's a very good shipyard pipe fitter as well. Is that right? I'd like to meet his tailor. Hmm. What about this chap here balancing the stick and ball on his forehead? Rather good, eh? The spiv chap, rather good indeed. Especially while performing that erratic, epileptic dance routine. It's certainly an impressive one. Yes, indeed. His irregular movements reminds me of that chap from the record chart top at Boney It isn't him, is it? No, no, I, I recall the chap you mean. Uh, he was darker with a, a hairstyle resembling a ship's bow. No, this chap here uh, works in the yards also. Oh, he's tripped and looked the ball and stick has remained in place. Is that blue tack on the bridge of his nose? That was rubbish. That stick and ball was stuck to your face. I can still see the sticky tack. Nonsense, kid. That's a birthmark. Did your mom ever tell you not to mock the disabled? It's blue tack. Shut it, kid. Now, while Larry's preparing to perform his amazing levitating, I'm going to blow this balloon up in the shape of Pluto. The planet? No, no, the planet, the dug. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll leave this as it looks like the amazing levitating Larry is ready to do his trick in which he will rise from the table defying gravity. And remember, don't try this at home. So what about the balloon dog? Any more from you, kid, and I'll be waiting for you after this party. Yeah, you and whose army? Hey, I know people in this tune. Maybe you should call them and get them to finish blowing up that balloon. That kid doesn't know who's tangling with Larry. Now, you must remain silent until the performance is over. Then the spirit guide through Larry will reveal the date when Bananarama will be touring again. If you're ready, Larry... Witness, all of you, how Larry rises from the table. He is...
is the legend, the one and only, the world-renowned Larry. And back down again, ladies, gentlemen and children, a big hand for the legend that is the amazing, levitating Larry. That was crap, he never moved. Shut it, kid, you killed smart. Now, Larry is about to reveal the date of the next Bananarama tour. According to my spirit guide, the next Bananarama tour will take place in May. Bananarama crap. I think that went down well there, mate. McKenna looks well impressed. Are you putting that hat round for a collection, Billy? Nah, it's a Wayne's birthday party. Wayne's don't have money. But I wouldn't be surprised if McKenna slips as a wee peril diver. Aye, we can maybe get a fish supper from the chippy on the way home. And wash down with a couple of pints. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ted. But did that act consist of that ferret-looking chap sitting still on a table while his fool companion performed that epileptic dance around him? Uh, Yes. It was pretty strange. I must have a word with their department head on Monday. Strange? It was incredible how the pair had the audacity to pass that off as an act. Uh, Yes, uh, rather shocking. This is just the type of alternative comedy we at the Beeb need. Do you know if they have an agent? I could introduce you if you like. Excellent, Ted. Excellent. This pair could be the next cannonball, or Hale and Pace. Laurel and Harding? No, I wouldn't go that far, Ted. Stan and Ollie had talent. Oh, look, the kids are throwing their birthday cake at them. What fun! Sadie are working in the local chip shop. It's been quiet tonight, Tony. Yeah, so the football under the telly, eh? The Clyde are playing the Celtic into the cup game. They'll we'll go on that radio as well. Stack that old radio on so we can listen to it. What? You think of the radio run on a thin air? You think of the batteries they grow on the battery trees? No, batteries they cost the money. Okay, keep your hair on. My hair ain't fixed on good. It looks like an antique. So why do you have it sitting on the shelf? Has it ever been turned on? My father, he bring it all the way up from Sicily. I only turn it on for a special occasion. I've been working here two years now and I've never heard a sound out of it. It has a good sound, a very clear. So when was the last time you played anything on it? I listened to a royal wedding with the Prince of Charles and uh, Diana Spencer. Four years ago? And it hasn't been played since? No, I don't play an no rubbish. So when was it switched on before that? 1954. My father, he switched it on to listen to the good of Queen's uh, coronation. What? 1954? I remember the last words my father said before he go. He said, Tony, you never wasted the batteries. Was this before he died? No, before he retired to Millport. So you're saying it's a family heirloom? I just saying that the fish is ready to come out of the fryer. Hello, Sadie. Oh, hello, hen. What are you after? Uh, can I get an ashit pie supper? Four fritters, two buttered rolls, a bottle of vimto and a bottle of babroo? You want salt and vinegar on your ashit supper and fritters? Aye, but no in the fritters. You forgot that as well, Papa. Stop calling it that. Could you add a pudding supper to that order? Black or white? A black one. You want a big black wallopper. 
Does your dad want salt and vinegar? Aye, and if there's money left there, he wants a pickled onion and a jar of mussels. He never mentioned onions and mussels to me. He told me gone out the door. He said, mind not forget a pickled onion and a jar of mussels. Aye, sure he did. Nearly me, this is a stick-up. Everyone put their hands up in the air. Ah! Is, that, is that a real gun? Aye, it is, and I know how to use it. You two stand in the corner, over there. I know where the corner is. I'm not kidding you. Know. What are you doing? Is this a robbery? Of course it's a robbery. Would you expect a maxman to come in with a gun when it's not a robbery? What do you want? I want a fish supper. You're coming in here with a gun to rob us of a fish supper? Aye, right. Well, I'll throw in a two pickled onions, a pickled egg, and I'll take that black pudding you're wrapping as well. That's my dad's black walloper. Well, it's mine new kit. Hey, do I not recognise you? No, you don't. How can you recognise me when I'm wearing a mask? I never said I recognised your face. It's your voice and your bald head shaped like an egg. I can't help being bold. Hey, what are you doing? Get your hands back up in the air. I'm just a pudding and another blacker pudding. If you're taking that one, the lassie will need another one for her feather. Aye. All right, go ahead. You work in the yards? No, I don't. If that's a real gun, let me see you shooting it. You shut up. If he says it's a real gun, it's a real gun. You're that lavy cleaner, that pile of Fanny Boz McGraw. What's your name now? It looks like it's made out of wood. Show me a bullet. Shut it, kid, and I'll show you. It's a real gun, be Show you. I remember your feely bum, the guy that poisoned the smithy department by trimming the rolls. No, no, I'm no feely bum. He's taller than me. No, it's you. I used to serve you breakfast order in the canteen. Just give me my fish supper, will you? Hey, what are you doing on the phone? Who are you phoning? The police? No, please. I have phone of my nephew Fredo. He work in a blacksmith shop in the yard. He on his way down here right now. That's a lousy thing to do. Right, give me my fish supper and I'm out of here. Give him a nothing, Sadie. Fredo, say he be here in a couple of minutes with some of his pals to a kick his a pants in. Right you. Hand me that fish supper over or there'll be bloodshed. The kid's right. That gun's made of wood. It doesn't even have a trigger. Aye, but it does hurt if I throw it and it hits you in the heat. <laughs> Stick your fists up and up your ass! I'll no be back! My father's a radio, it's smashed to the smithereens. Aye, it'll take more than a couple of batteries to get that working again. Returning from the birthday party, Larry and Billy Brune observe Feely Bum running across the street. Hey, who's that in the mask running across the street? I'll tell you who that is. That's Feely Bum. I would recognise that bald head like an egg anywhere. Looks like he was running away from the chip shop. Aye, and no so much as a poke of chips in his horns. I'd say that man's been up to any good. This has been a Shunk the Dog production. <laughs> the circumstances are real. Only the names have changed. This episode was written and directed by James T. Tiffany with additional material by Susan Sims. It was produced by Shug the Dog Productions and was recorded at Headhunter Studio, Glasgow. It was edited by Samson Video Productions. The music was obtained from royalty-free sources. Ted and Larry were played by William Samson. The Big Mouth Kid by Ava Duncan Corral. Billy Brune by Gerard Rogan. 
Periquin by Tony McDonald. Chip Shop Girl by Bev Sweeney. Tony by John Hughes. Sadie by Susan Sims. The Kid by Caden McGrath. And Feely Bum by William Spears. The narrator was William Sampson. <laughs>